All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey there, guys. Oh my goodness. I am just hands down in love with this woman. I am going to introduce her right away because if there is a person that you need to follow and just see her in her greatest shine showing up, it is this woman. So Rebecca, tell everyone a little about you. Oh my gosh. First of all, I'm so excited to be here. My name is Rebecca Katz. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and wellness coach, and I specialize in the treatment of eating disorders and body image issues. And I personally believe that no matter what we've been through in life, we deserve to thrive in both our mind and our body. And that's why I, my business, it's titled Mind Body Thrive. So tell everyone you know, about like when, when we first connected, because I always think every coach goes to somebody's Instagram or they go to their website and they're like, I'm never going to be where this person is. Bring uh, everyone back to that first time that we connected Mm -hmm. where your business had been, but where you were taking it. This is such a good question. Yeah. Okay. So I was working still am as a therapist, but just doing one-on-ones all day, every day. And it's a grind. I love what I do, but I realized I need to start creating my digital offerings and building out a product suite and thinking about the customer journey, just the business side of things so that there's more of a flow and it's scalable. So then I spent this almost entire year creating this really robust digital course. I mean, I agonized over it. And then I showed a few people this digital course and they were like, wow, it's clear you're smart, but you threw way too much into it. Like it was just, it was too much. So then I I stumbled upon your Instagram and all of your beautiful offerings. And you have a clear understanding of emotional eating. It wasn't just like a diet course kind of thing. Like there was, there were deeply psychological benefits to your course. And I like, I really, I mean, I bought them. I've bought a few of your courses and they've helped me. Obviously, you know, I tailor it to my voice and all of those things, but it's really helped me to launch. And that's when I, I DM'd you, I think. And I was like, I want you to know that I love you. (laughs) Thank you. If people are like, no, she did not. I'm like, guys, I will will show the text messages because you were like, I can't believe I found you. Yes. Throws and you were working with somebody and they were like, okay, it's time to build your offers, your offers. Mm -hmm. 
And so you were like, I really, I didn't even know. I forget how old was your baby at the time? Oh gosh. Only if, like probably five months, six months. It was, you were like, I barely have time and yeah. the thought of creating that. <laughs> and, and I'm sure it's like, you look back at that course and that was probably like something that you could teach other therapists, which may be <laughs> a great idea. Mm, you are planting some serious seeds. <laughs> but <sighs> when we think of our ideal client, like deep in the throes of their their pain, their soulful pain, the very reasons why we step out of self, mm-hmm. why we start medicating with either food or not enough food, all the things that you talk about. I replied and I think I said, okay, we'll meet in the morning. I adore you already. <laughs> That's what I love about you. You have such a big heart and you're here to empower other entrepreneurs, obviously both males and females, but specifically women. This is a space where women need to really, we need to throw our hats in the ring. And, you know, even before you and I were talking and we were, even before we were recording, we were talking about, you know, eating issues and how I would say the excitement. And I, and I think we even shared that right away. I, I think I voice messaged you back on a DM and said, this is so important to me because I wish that somebody like you was in my life back then, you know, as a child. And I think that so many people struggle with this and there's such shame. And the work that I see you do is really not just focusing on the act of eating, but it's everything that is getting in the way of that person, like being able to come back to that feminine flow and stay in their process. Eating disorders, I couldn't agree more. They are multifaceted in nature. There's a lot of perfectionism, people-pleasing, shame. And if we don't address these issues head on and to actually talk about them, then the shame is only going to grow and we'll continue on with the stigma. But I, I appreciate that you say that because I agree. I wish I had more women and more therapists when I was getting my help to, to make it feel okay, to know that I'm not the only one suffering in this way. So when you, when you were transitioning your business and we first Mm -hmm. met, did you have a really clear vision of, I mean, clearly you had a clear vision of what you wanted this person, because we know this healing or even coming, coming back to the self when we were born and birthed Mm. at like moment before the world fucks us up or (laughs) before we actually, what I always say is it was how I processed things in my life that had happened and how I internalized. And I chose then to jump into something that I knew would help me manage my emotions and Mm -hmm. protect me from the world. So when you first started thinking about going online, did you have clarity on what that would look like? <laughs> oh goodness. No, I, I have a clear why, like, why am I doing this? Because I want to help women to feel better in their mind and body so that they no longer are tied to their, their diet and body shame. 
But to answer your question, no, <laughs> I didn't have like this clear roadmap. What I love about you and your offerings, not only are you buying like this course, but you have like this whole comprehensive launch strategy and the emails. And so with your help, it became clearer. <laughs> and would you say, uh, and oh, thank you. I mean, yeah. I, look, I, right when you were talking, I, I thought instantly about you with a clear understanding of the problems that you solve, mm -hmm. the emotional obstacle that mm -hmm. a woman like ourselves and this perfectionist and this person mm -hmm. that shame, why she keeps her secret. And that it's not just talking, hey, learn how to end stress eating, learn how to stop emotional eating, or learn how to eat with this intuition where you're actually like listening to soul and body and knowing your triggers. But did you have an idea when you were buying the workshops and you were buying the programs, how mm -hmm. you needed to position this? Because I hear so many coaches say, well, I bought this and I don't know what to do with it. Great question. Yeah. I mean, it's just about, in my opinion, like speaking to the pain points and positioning, like I would say like with like perfectionism and things like that, is that what you, you're meaning? Like the specific well, title topics? Even for you, I mean, you came and you were like, I need to build out my different offers at different mm -hmm. financials levels for somebody who may not be ready to go all in or to take that journey. Did you have an idea of how you would use the content, whether it be workshops or mm, yeah. freebies that came with it? Because hearing you right now, I'm thinking, so is this a mindset issue? for the coach who says, I don't know how to use it because right away you just answered and said, oh, I mean, I just thought about the problems. <laughs> right. I think it's taken me a while to get to that point, to this point here. I mean, like in the, I'm in the mid stage of my business, but certainly in the beginning phase, it was, it was a mindset thing. Like, can I do this? Oh, I just need to get this other degree. And like, so often we think we need more, but no, it's about paring it down and just looking at the issues that your identified client is facing and how can you specifically address those. And with the mindset, I've had to learn that failure is a prerequisite to success. And it's not really actually even failure. If you're willing to just get right on up, learn from it and keep going. It's only when we quit because we're too scared. That is to me what failure is. And I would say ironically for any coach who or wellness practitioner, anybody who's listening could instantly go right over to your website and say, wow, what she just told me is exactly what she teaches her client. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that it's stepping into that place, like you said, of of ownership. Like, am I going to die if I put this workshop together and just do it because I'm really tapped in to how my client's feeling mm -hmm. and why they would need somebody like me. Thank you for saying that. What I, I keep saying what I love about your offerings, cause I do is that I can use them with my offerings to create it in so many different ways. Like I'm, I'm creating a master class. Like I just used the yo-yo dieting one last week as a master class. 
So it, it's fun to create these things or to co-create with you and to learn how to launch. And you just continue to iterate accordingly. You learn from each time. So, so yeah. When you did the, I love that. I love the end writing because I always say, is somebody, is somebody searching? I mean, maybe you and I were like, how do we stop <laughs> like not eating, binge eating, all these different things. But I would say for a lot of women, they're looking for more like, how do I stop dieting? How do I end? And so how did you end up using this? Or, or are you putting this on your Instagram? Are you putting this on your website? Yeah. So I'm using like from last week, I used it to, I'm collecting emails. So I just say like the links in the bio, if you want to access the yo-yo dieting course, because right now I am growing and I want to focus on my list building, which is really, really, really important. I know that a lot of people focus on social media, but that's just one thing. You don't own your social media and you can really nurture and engage your audience with that email list. And I know you talk a lot about that. I, well, and I think the part that I, the part that I said, oh my God, Rebecca has to be here is I see some coaches who buy our material and they're like, oh, okay. Now I can really get to work. I'm creating this masterclass. I'm creating this this training series. Oh, this is going to be my weekly video on YouTube. Like I don't have some time in the day. And then I hear that person who is really in that struggle and Mm -hmm. I am listening to you. I think, okay, so yes, there is at the infancy of our business where we're all testing, we're Mm -hmm. getting people on the phone, asking them what their problems are. We're also just kind of sitting there and observing and feeling where is my client stuck? Like if I were to get into mm-hmm. her head, what mm-hmm. is she saying to herself? Where is, she, where is she crying? Where is she hate herself? Where, like what's actually in the way and how long, how far has it, ha- how long has it been actually affecting her so that she doesn't even feel like she can step into an ounce of ownership because there's so much shame and guilt. But when I hear you say, you know, hey, I'm doing this masterclass, it's you've gotten to that point where you were ready to take the content and not worry, like, is this perfect? Am I doing this mm-hmm. right? It was in that time of ownership. You were like, I know the problems. Mm-hmm. Down. I, I and we know the problems because they were once our problems. You know, like I, I think that we truly serve in the best way possible when it's our former self, like the, this was me 10, 15 years ago. So I do know these pain points inside and out. And now it's a matter of turning our wounds into wisdom. Mm. And there's no problem with monetizing that because we're doing it in an act of service to, to sell, like it literally means to serve. And that's how I think that any kind of new coach specifically can start looking at this. It's not an icky process. It's, it's permission-based marketing that is of service. You know, that brings me actually to our conversation, like right away, it just popped into my head. I think another DM 
because <laughs> we're saying, okay, I have my three month program. Mm-hmm. That was the three months eat with, you know, intention, which is really intuitive eating, but yeah. I call it that name. Is I that like already it. out there? Right, right. Um, but it, you were even, you and I were talking about that client journey, these steps. So if the woman is really ready for eating with intuition, mm-hmm. that the program, I mean, hands down, takes mm-hmm. the old trauma work, the old stories, the triggers, the stress, all that stuff. And, and she's ready to go all in on owning, owning and releasing shame, releasing guilt and starting to see herself in a new light. But you had messaged me and said, okay, so I'm creating this offer suite and I want to still service that woman who may not be ready to be at this program. And that's when we talked about end emotional eating. Mm -hmm. That's right. You talk to somebody listening and be like, okay, what do you mean an offer suite for anybody who may not know this word? Right. Yes. I'll do my best here. So the product suite is there's going to be different entry points for each customer. And as you were touching on Rachel in, in the beginning, one woman might be like trying to come to someone to learn how to have willpower or to learn how to master their diet. They are not even consciously aware of the fact that it is their diet that's messing them up, but you can't just I am of the opinion, you can't just be like, and this is your problem immediately. You have to educate them and go in with those little master classes and with your content and you, you, you position yourself based on where they're at on their journey. And what's nice about having and building out different offerings is that it can, these different offerings will touch the lives of each person based on where they're at, where they're at journey. Instead Mm -hmm. of, because I think the part for anybody who's like, Oh, okay. This makes sense. It means that if we were to look at step three as, and, and for you, we'll say it exactly as this woman is really learning to come into her feminine flow (sighs) to sit there. And instead of saying, Oh my God, what is on my fitness pal? Have I eaten a certain amount? This woman's like, you know what? My body feels like this. Mm-hmm. And she intuitively starts saying, have I eaten enough carbs for me? Have I eaten in the way that I'm showing up as the best person? I'm not checked out. I'm not obsessing. I'm not mm-hmm. doubting. But for this other woman, she might be at step one. She still has the same mm-hmm but she's not ready to hear. Let's dive into intuition. She's still still thinking that, like you said, it's controlling and she's going to transition to that next step. Yeah. I, I love that. And I, I have learned over the years to really meet the client where they're at. Otherwise it's going to be kind of an uphill battle or come off as kind of aggressive. Would you say that any woman or even a young girl, or, or maybe this is even affecting their relationships or they're coming to see you as a couple, would you say that anybody that is struggling in the problems that you not only solve, but you really creating this, this experience for that person and the fundamentals is pretty much right for you as long as 
they are, of course, open to realizing this may be a different concept they need to adopt. Great question. As much as I want to say everyone would be great for this, the caveat here is that in this group digital program, if they are actively in an eating disorder that requires medical and collaborative professional help, like in-person kind of stuff, then no, they, they really wouldn't be the client. But this is for the person who is stuck on diets and the, and the body image is just, she's struggling. Obsessed them. And I mean, I remember, I, I love that you, well, let me, even before I jump on really just pause because what you said is so instrumental for coaches who want to actually have success Mm -hmm. is we need to know who we serve and why And we need to know who is our ideal client, Mm -hmm. who's not the right fit. And based on the way that you even said is that's based on like heart. You're like, if this person needs this, this is not ideal. This is for Mm -hmm. this in this next place. And I think knowing that I always would say, I knew, I knew what program fit a person's problems, commitment, and what they also desired. And I was always clear on like, well, here's, here's step one, you know, let's get a taste of it. It doesn't have to be so scary. <laughs> I have to honor that you feel a little scared, but this is ultimately what I want for you in the same way that I wanted for myself or my family member. It's like, I want you to be here. And so I'm just giving you an overview of what our goal is. If you stop at step one, you're like, hands down, you just fix me. I would always say, you know, just say you're fired. You're <laughs> job. <laughs> and that was always what I would even say on a discovery call. Like, here's a place to work with me. And you know what? Maybe you're going to fire me even after like one month. Mm-hmm. You just needed somebody to give you permission to like step into this place. And you needed like a little support. Um, That's so empowering that you are able to do that because I know that, and this is unethical, but a lot of early stage coaches, they'll just take everyone. And it's really like, that's just, that serves no one. And they also don't, I get it. You don't want to specialize, but first of all, the riches are in the niches. And second of all, it doesn't it really, I know, I know. Like oh that one, <laughs> but don't be a jack of all trades or and like, cause that is truly a master of none and it doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve your clients. Yeah. So the fact that you were able to do that is a good thing. Well, I mean, let's even talk about reality of what it's like in the beginning is there is that fear. Like mm-hmm. I don't take everyone. I'm not going to make money. But I remember working with a coach and she had like many, you have to work with me for six months and you have to, you know, we're going to, it's going to be like this and it's non-refundable. And that was what I needed. That six months with her, all I did is talked about my fears of showing up, (laughs) my fear of being stupid, my fear of being judged. It was a lot of that internal work. But that also set the stage for me to talk two weeks about business and then start creating offers that I I knew would be something I wanted. And I knew that, I knew that even at month four with her, I was like, we're kind of done. 
like we're, we're close to it. And I knew going into like month four and a half, I was like, we're done. I've graduated from where this person can like take me on the journey. And so I think that's the part when I think about creating really offers that serve on such a huge level is I have to take that part of the me out on what I want. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has that business model. A lot of people always say, you know, what do you get accomplished in a 90 minute session? And I think not everyone is a right fit for one-on-one, not right. Everyone is a right fit for a group. And so for me, it gave me actually, I felt like it gave my potential client more empowerment to actually say, and I would always say to them, you want to do 90? If I blow it away and you're like shocked, you know, <laughs> email me within that month, I will just, I will move you right to whichever journey you want to take with me. Mm. It just, that worked for me. It doesn't work for everyone, but I would say that's probably one of the reasons that I always was like, no fear. I will skin the cat in any way. Like I know. And I think that's the ownership part of being like, I know working with me in this step or this, this, this is what we can accomplish. Mm-hmm. I like that. You really embody your authority. And once you got clear and out of your own way, you have fundamentally like look at the business that you've created and the kind of service that you're, you're doing for your clients now. Well, and even in the beginning, because people always say, Oh, who'd you work with? And I'm like, we had just lost all our finances. We had just moved to Florida. Wow. I didn't know a person. I made offers out of my buttocks. <laughs> I had similar. I had no plan. Mm-hmm. I knew the issues so clearly that I had struggled with that friends of mine, people, I, people I had always associated with, because I of course hung out with spazzy people like me that were into witchy kind of rituals. I mean, that was my person. So I did, it did help me to understand what did I need to create And I think that's the part when I hear about you saying, yep, this is how I'm using it. I'm so clear is you are very specific with these problems that your woman is having. And so when you are in the early stages of figuring out what you wanted to offer, was that clear or is it similar into kind of how I I was not clear. No, I knew that I wanted to work with and treat individuals who suffered from eating disorders, but that's it. I didn't know how to get there. It was just the why. And my, you know, understanding and what I've learned over the many years here is to follow those you truly admire who are doing who are doing it, who are monetizing and making that difference. It, it is not the truth when people are like, build it and they'll come. I, I I cannot even begin to tell you how much I hate that statement. (laughs) I will say in the beginning, I was the same way. I was like, I'm just going to start going and I'm just going to do videos. But there was that point where I was like, okay, I'm saying what everyone else is saying. I'm saying, I'm going to help you feel better in right. digestion. I'm going to help you detox your life. Oh, and I know. It wasn't, it's not that I didn't know who I wanted to work with. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to say it 
clearly. Boom. Like, there we go. These are the problems when you are an overthinker and perfectionist. You mm-hmm. all have skin issues, candida, sleep, low sex drive. And I was like, oh, wow. If I really get specific, there is no way that that person is going to go, oh, she looks great. They're going to be like, damn, she is speaking my love language. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like seriously, when you were talking about witchy things and crystals, I'm like, am I your, I'm your ideal client here, huh? You are seriously attracting because you're speaking to those pain points and it's exciting. It really is. Once you start getting that feedback. And the part that I, I wanted you to come on and share about is (sighs) I know that when you really step in to being and just being your, being yourself, like mm-hmm. being okay. And that's why I think that, you know, the, the recovery from the eating disorder ways or body image or perfection, high standards, never thinking we're enough, all those, that recovery is the stepping into saying, screw it. Mm-hmm. I have intended to be something for my whole life. What if I just show up because my woman or my, my CEO guy that I'm working with that it has this high standards and they're at a breaking point in their body, this is what they're looking for. And I feel like you do that, you know, so eloquently and so naturally because that why is always so clear. It's not just why it's like, what is she struggling with? Like, where does she feel disabled? Where does she hate herself? How's it screwing up in her day? I, I just couldn't have said it any better. I, I completely, completely agree. And it's about embodying what we already know. I mean, we came out of the womb as intuitive eaters. I look at my son and he, he knows he, he'll cry when he wants the food and then he'll be done. It's we, we lost that intuition along the way. And I, I completely agree. It's really nice to be in this privileged position that I'm in now to see on the other side of things. It's that hero's journey, really the wounded archetype, the wounded healer. And it's, it is my why in addition to being a mom and and a wife. Would you say that there was any time, I mean, you, you went to school for clearly doing this work Mm -hmm. and like that person said like, okay, so this course, you're clearly brilliant. But would you say that there was a part where there was that inner critic where you, you were dealing with like, am I going to be enough? Is anyone going to hire me? (laughs) All of that stuff that I know we face when we make a commitment to show Mm -hmm. up and fight ourselves. To answer your question, question, can't even talk question. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Unequivocally. Yes. I remember saying to myself, I'm going to throw in everything just so that it's worth it for them. Right. Like, so that I'm worth it. There's always going to be that little voice. And it's really nice to get clear, or it's been for me to get really clear on my offerings so that I can confidently say, this is what the course is about. And these are the Mm -hmm. things that can go in like maybe another course, but it doesn't all have to go in 
to make it a worthwhile course. Cause otherwise, I mean, I've taken many different courses and also some are still sitting in my, on my digital shelf, right? Like, <laughs> right. Like they're just too, there's too much information. I think that's such an important part. And I, I listen to always a I call it my morning medicine, like yeah. these three minute videos that are like, get out of your way. You mm-hmm. know what to do. You've always known what to do. Shift your perspective of yourself. Like, are you sitting in old trauma? Are you sitting in an old story that kept you sick? Like, what's the decision you're going to make today? And a big part of that is you have to see it to believe it. Like you have to know what you're offering to actually, and of course, make the offer align with your niche. Right, right. <laughs> I don't want you to drop again the money is niche, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or have to remind everyone. But I mean, in in all seriousness, it's uh, you need to believe in that process that you're taking somebody through and really like own it. And I don't mean just like own it, where as you and I know, it's not just like going and saying, "I've got the three month journey." But like really (laughs) thinking, what does this woman need to hear from me and how can, and that's what, you know, you and, and I even love about the programs when I was using them for my own business is I don't want to have to mess around with creation. I want to connect constantly, consistently and figure out where that, where, what platform or face-to-face or gain in front of people for podcasts, you know, gain in front of people's lists so that I have that visibility because me seeing in the creation mode, there's no point. Like there's only so much time in the day. We are moms building a business with your little munchkin. And you also have, as I have that self care. And I know I've, I, in the past grinded to a point where Mm. it wasn't healthy for, for, for anybody could ask my husband, Scott. (laughs) Mine too. (laughs) So would you say that most of your time now, I would say the non-negotiables, what does your day look like for you mm. in that showing up in visibility zone? Yeah. Every single day I do try to get my face on like either a live or the stories or a reel now. Whereas before, definitely when I was in my eating disorder, like it, by its very nature, I wanted to hide, didn't want any kind of visibility. So the fact that I'm doing this daily, I've I've made it a point to do it every single day because that's how we get to know how to talk about our offerings and to communicate and to, to talk clearly without too many ums, ah, that kind of stuff. I love that you're saying yeah. that. I, <laughs> I love that you're saying that because there are some camps of people that say, you know, don't show up until you have everything tested. Oh, jeez. But I would say for me, maybe that's true for somebody that doesn't know like who you want to work with, or maybe you get really halted unless there's a perfect roadmap. Me with intuition, probably similar to you. I remember a virtual assistant being like, you literally build with intuition. And some people, that's not how they build. But Mm -hmm. I know that my showing up was a practice for what I needed to do to push all those fears and all that perfection and all that stuff to the side. I love that. A Course in Miracles, which is a spiritual text, it talks about how a miracle is a shift in perspective. 
And to me, that is what this is all about. We have to shift our perspective in how we show up in our life, in our business. And how is someone going to know what your offerings are and what you treat if you're just, well, first of all, they're not, you're not going to build it and not, they're not going to come. And, and even if you're just posting on Instagram in the little, like the posts, they need to see your personality come alive and who you are. It's you're more than just a post on a grid. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel. I love that. And I, I love that because I am in that same camp. I'm like, fake it till you make it right. Just adopt this mindset that like you are this coach for your person and they would be dying without you. Like literally Mm -hmm. be suffering and struggling and in pain. And I just always thought of that person. I thought of myself at different stages, friends, people. I mean, all I needed to do was watch the news and see so much disconnect. And I thought, just show up. You will figure out how to talk, hire people to help you, but like, just make this a habit to show Mm -hmm. up. Habit. I like that. Mm-hmm. When people ask me about like, so how, how did you build your business? Tell me all the things I want to tell them. It's like, oh yeah, there was this one aha moment, but no, that is definitely not the case. It, it really is. It became a habit, a habit of showing up every single day. And even in those moments, in those days where you're like feeling the fear, then you can shift your perspective and say, not today. It's I'm not choosing to live a fear-based life. I'm That's choosing higher yeah. <laughs> Right. No wonder I need to come out to California. <laughs> I, I mean, I I really prescribe to this. I there was never, there's never this one thing. I always think about reading all these books for birthing and doing birthing within training and yep. all these different things. And I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm going to bring up this baby. Oh and my gosh. It was nothing. It was nothing like any book. There were no. moments like, I have no idea. And then moments where I'm like, I'm really, and the no idea got followed by, I am going to just do what my soul and my heart says. If I'm going <laughs> to this baby, I'm not listening to anyone else. If I'm going to nurse this baby, I'm not listening to anyone else. I'm just going to listen to what feels mm-hmm. right for me and this, this connection. And that's how I look the same way as business. It's like, you stay aligned, you will create offers out of your buttocks. And make uh, money. Uh, <laughs> I like how you say that, buttocks. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah. Your presence is your power. And you're really focusing in on, okay, I might not know some of these things, but I know Mm. who I want to be and how I want to show up for my baby, for my clients. I like that a lot. I want to make in the world. I mean, Uh so tell everyone, of course, in the show notes is going to be your information. But I will tell you guys, I go all the time. You're on my like top list. I'm like, Ooh, better go see. And okay. I'm always in love by what you do show in that transformation. Talking about that shift, like in the reels. I'm like, girl, you hold up your microphone and you just bring me <laughs> do right you like that little mic, bring me right into the zone. But uh-huh. that is the part that you're even talking about. It's like your woman needs to feel 
damn, I want what she had. Mm -hmm. I really want, and that's how I look at digital marketing or pitching, you know, our workshops or getting in front. It's like, be what you know your ideal client needs to see in your transformation, even if you're in the poopy zone. (laughs) How do you get out of the poopy zone? That's so funny, the poopy zone. Yes. So for me, it is very important. It's an ideal that I hold to, to be the product almost. Like I am alive today because I took the time to work with trusted therapists along my journey and to really click into gear into my healing. So it would be awful if I was peddling one thing and in the background, like having a diet, you know, like it's, that's not how I live my life. I'm, I'm truly, I strive to be authentic in all areas. And that's what I see in you as well. It's probably why right away we connected and I would say I've worked with a lot of coaches in their business. I see a lot fail. I see Mm -hmm. a lot successful. And I always think about people who I interview who are not, of course, like you, but (laughs) people who have adopted that journey of really being committed to stay in their work. And those who don't do that, I see tend to focus on a lot of not change-making or money-making, you know, money-making habits, but instead focus on like the perfection of all these different, I'm going to have my grid perfect. It's like, girl, if your grid is not converting, don't have your grid perfect. Right. Really just focus on the one question. Am I showing up in the way that my potential client would need to see these different parts of me, these different elements so that she says, this is a this is a no brainer. Mm-hmm. What social media I think does for us. I agree. You're right about like the perfect grid, and I don't even think that converts like it used to anymore on Instagram. Anyways, like people, myself included, I want to see the real you. Yeah. The yeah. not just perfect. It, it's fine to have like an aesthetic, but. It's yeah. And also the money will come. You can trust that if you are focusing on the pain points and getting clear on your messaging. I agree. I agree. Well, tell everyone, uh, literally that went into like a 10 minute rant on how great (laughs) you are and how I get lost in your Instagram reel. I love yours too. (laughs) We can talk for hours and hours. (laughs) So tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, I love Instagram. I'm at Rebecca Caps Counseling. And you can also go to my website at mindbodythrive.com or email me at Rebecca at mindbodythrive.com. Oh, girl, I can't tell you. I mean, you can say I have like, so when I smile really big, you barely see my eyes. Me too. I know. <laughs> We're both like, yeah, yeah. So but what Joy. I love is that ability to say like, I'm really going to change this world for, for the person who would potentially hire me. And I, I just see that in you. So, so expansive on so many levels. And it's just an honor for me to have you here today. We have all the namaste vibes. I, <laughs> I fully see it in you too. This is such a pleasure to connect. And you are truly the best. I, 
I tell a lot of therapists in particular, cause they're DMing me about all of these things. I'm like, go to Rachel's website, check out her offerings. Yeah. And I think even in that, there are so many people that are moving from brick and mortar, or they've had this year where we all said, what really fulfills me? Like what, mm-hmm. what, what imprint do I need to make on the world? How am I going to change the game? And so I really appreciate that because you are one of those people I see who said, I need to do this. And how am I going to get there? Instead of somebody show the way. I mean, we hire people, but you were like, this is what I'm doing. You are your own guru kind of thing. Yep. I love was, it. YouTube was one of my first coaches. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, go and follow this woman. If you are in that struggle and you feel like she is a woman that you need to hire, definitely she is one of my favorite coaches. And if you need daily inspo because you just are in the poopy mindset, you know, this woman is going to bring you back to the feminine flow. So guys, thank you so much. Rebecca, thank you. Thank you. Bye guys. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right. So don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you. Bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.